Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Tune Review YouTube channel for tonight's uh, Bournemouth 2 Newcastle United nil match review. Uh, not the greatest game in the world, not the best match in the world. So, me and Billy Bob will be delving into it, uh, talking about some talking points from the game, where it all went wrong, and of course, the player ratings. Um, I have got uh, what Kieran Trippier said after the game and, of course, Eddie Howe as well. So uh, we'll play them in a while. Uh, we'll also talk about, obviously, the unsavoury incident uh, that happened after the game last night when me and Billy were doing the uh, Patreon podcast. Mm. Uh, we thought it was involving Bournemouth fans. Uh, it wasn't, but we'll come on to that as well. Uh, but the usual applies for tonight, guys. If you do enjoy tonight's show, please do give it the thumbs up. Keep those likes coming on the channel. And, of course, if you're new and you like what you see, hit that subscribe button and come be part of this amazing community we have on the Tune Review, as well as hit that notification bell, which will also let you know when we schedule our live shows or we upload any videos. Um, also, you can become a member of the Tune Review by clicking that join button just underneath. Uh, we've got some fantastic prizes coming up for you this week uh, for mainly the members. We will do a couple of viewers' draws as well, but mainly the members. Um, so get yourself a membership and you'll be in with a chance of winning. Uh, uh, you can also donate to the channel if you do so wish by hitting the super chat button, which is the dollar sign underneath the live comments. And that will also get your comment read straight out. So thank you in advance, everyone, for that. Right, Billy. Um, let's dive into last night. It finished 2-0. Um, I want to talk about the Kieran Trippier situation first, because I think that that has sort of uh, been the main headline across all the social media today. Now, I do need to make a, a point of saying that uh, the lad involved in the incident has come out and fully apologised and said he's been, he was very stupid for what he said uh, and it was heat of the moment stuff. And I, I think that's very big of him to do that and uh, well done to him for coming out and saying that. It shouldn't have happened. We know it shouldn't have happened, but these you know mistakes happen in life and um, he's, he's got up this morning completely regretted it, uh, as he should have, but he, at least he's come out uh, and he's apologised. But it, it was unsavoury, Billy, because we were in the middle of our... Uh, Patreon podcast, and then you were still uh, looking at the TV and seeing that uh, Trippy was arguing. Yeah, it's a highly emotive time of the game, though, isn't it? I mean, mm. whilst I'm not sympathetic to how the fan behaved, I am sympathetic to, to how he was feeling. And in an emotional charge kind of game of football, where we've obviously gone a game or two too far with the rotation and well, no rotation injuries, what have you, too much fatigue. I can understand if he's got up at like four in the morning, travelled to Bournemouth, paid a lot of money to do so, him mm. be disappointed. I don't think shouting at the captain or captain is the one no, way going he's, about he's it. He's one of them, isn't he? Yeah. We don't know what he said to him. Kieran Trippier also for his part was going over to the fans to applaud them, obviously for the support. There are caveats to what what he's he did, but you know, I'm, I mean, I'm I'm not unsympathetic to how he how he's behaved, but I mean, I, I would have done it myself. He's got yeah. the right to say what he said. He's paid yeah. lots of money. He's, yeah. he's took a lot of time out to do it. But really, at the end of the day, you shouldn't be doing that, I don't mm. think. Uh, Ian Fleming, thank you for your £5 super chat straight off the belt. He says, congrats on 25k, guys. Well deserved. Thank you so much. Uh, it, it is a, a massive achievement for us. Um, there'll be some announcements about what's going to happen you know, with the channel, etc. Very sure, you know, during the international break as well. Um, but uh, yeah, look... I think when you're at a football game and, you know, you lose a game and you see the players coming around, there is the odd fans that that, that will let themselves be heard and, and shouting what you don't necessarily agree with. Um, it happens at every single football game. It just so happens that, you know, trip you heard it. But like you say, Billy, you know, the match has just finished. It was a poor performance. Trip you was annoyed. Um, you know, the the, the the emotions are very high and that's exactly what's happened, isn't it? Just complete emotions on both sides. Yeah, I mean, Kieran Tripper could have just walked away from it, chose not to. I mean, he was in a highly emotive state also. You know, it's, it's, it's a two-way thing in my opinion. Probably mm -hmm. both kind of regret what they did and how they reacted to it. Uh, but let's just wipe it under the carpet. It's not a problem. They'll have yep. us over there next week supporting the team. Um and hopefully we don't lose next time we play. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, he, 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 like I say, he's come out and apologised, which I think is is very big of him to do so. Uh, he, he knows that it shouldn't have happened, and I think he's feeling pretty rotten about it as well, judging by what he said. Um, Davey T says, if we were a car, we'd be in the red on the petrol gauge. Uh, just need a good fill-up. 
Um, Joel Linton agrees with what you've said there, Billy. Uh, Paul Tully says, Trip, you played atrocious. It was the perfect opportunity to rest him, and we still lost. So we've missed the chance to rest him now. Defeat is all on Eddie's tactics for me. Uh, well, we'll come on to that as well. Um, Arturo says, I'm not happy with the performance. There's a surprise. Uh, if they earn millions, uh, work for them. Wolves beat Spurs, didn't they? I thought they were a good game to be. Yeah, I thought Wolves won Arturo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good point, Billy. Um, it doesn't matter how many millions of pounds you earn, Arturo. If you are fatigued mentally and physically, you know, the players and the manager didn't sort of give any excuses, but they did make a point of it. And Trippier, when he was in that argument with the fans, was mentioning the injury. So the players are aware of it. And as you'll hear from Kieran and Eddie shortly in the show, uh, you know, it's 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 downright hard when you're playing three games a week. Uh, and it doesn't matter how much money you're on. If you're down to the bare bones of a squad, my God, um, it, it, it's very, very difficult. Uh, North Shields, Jeff says, I'm not too downbeat. So many injuries and suspensions. Thing will, things will get better. Uh, a great show, lads. Thank you very much. Uh, Joe Linton says, both had words allowed to have words. Both moved on and not all done with. Um, Julie says, uh, players are only human. We're not going to win every game. Uh, Ronald said the lad isn't a football on a footballer's wages and spent a lot of hard-earned cash and is understandably frustrated. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's where you're going with that, Billy, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. Plus the time is wasting. Yeah, it's, it's, it is a waste of time. You've gone to see his team, but I mean, you're up at four in the morning to get to Bournemouth and you're not mm. getting back till silly o'clock in the morning. So it's a time and money, you know, it's frustration, isn't it? Mm, absolutely. Uh, Logan says, Unreal News hitting 25k. Let's go and get 30. Thanks, Logan. Uh, Nathan says the guy did nothing wrong heat at the moment only difference is he did it in person and many people slid in a chat not the dissimilar to this or any other social media yeah uh, it's it's right and it just so happens a trip you heard him and Trippy's emotions were through the roof and it's 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 been a, a bit of a disappointing exchange but I think you know the fact that he's come out and apologised and Trippy was tagged in it by many many people so he will have seen it at some point uh, and like Billy says it's just move on um Joe Linton says, every fan uh, does it. If people uh, don't like it, I would advise people not to go to matches. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, Billy, the game started yesterday and we, we were under the cosh straight away. I mean, we were we said in the commentary that, you know, Bournemouth had come out at 100 mile an hour. Uh, they were high pressing us. They were pressing us with with speed as well. And, and when mm. you, you're down the bare bones like we are and players are tired already before the game even bloody kicked off, it's always an uphill struggle. Yeah, I think they played at the perfect time for them. I think Aviola, Aviola, whatever you pronounce his name, set them up perfectly for us. Aggressive front foot tactics. We didn't have the legs nor the minds really to cope with it. Um, so for minute one, as you just said there, it was back foot stuff for us. We were kind of beyond the eight ball due to injuries and suspensions, due to fatigue. Uh, I thought the Bournemouth coach did a great job on, on his team, to be fair. That was, that's the way to do it. He out Newcastle, Newcastle, let's say. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ian Fleming, thanks for another five. He says, I thought I heard everything during your commentaries, Paul, till you came out with grab your granny and put her in the swimming pool. Uh, best yet. Uh, people know. I, listen, uh, sometimes I come out with stuff and I don't even know that I do and Billy just falls, falls over laughing. Uh, you know, it's just one of them things. Uh, I wrote this as uh, to Arturo. You can criticise the performance, mate, but I think it's disingenuous to criticise the effort. The lads left everything out on that pitch. And that's right, Billy, isn't it? Because, you know, things weren't coming off. It was it was quite obvious. The passing was a bit here and there. And, um, you know, Bournemouth were playing around us quite easily at times. And you could see that, the you know, the, the, the mental fatigue of it all, uh, you know, players were doing the simple things badly and just not like them. And, you know, let's not take anything away from Bournemouth. They had a game plan and they put their game plan out to perfection last night. They knew we'd be tired going in that game and they didn't give us a second on the ball. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure we left it all on the pitch last night. I think we may have left it all on the pitch in Dortmund on Wednesday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, whatever it was. Yeah, Tuesday yeah. night. Um, we've gone too long with this kind of without rotation, and Eddie Howe's had the chance to rotate one or two. I know he's had injuries, but there's still players in that side that he hasn't rotated really. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of it, this, this result does fall on the manager's doorstep, I'm afraid. Um, but to, you can never criticise the Newcastle United players for the lack of effort because they give 100%. What they've got left in them every time they go on the pitch, so it's unfair to criticise the effort. That's definitely. Um, Jimmy Jones, our resident hammer. Thank you for your four ninety nine super chat. He says, uh, "Paul, I've been meaning to ask you 
this for a couple of weeks during your ice hockey career. Did you ever lift your leg that high? Uh, no, um, I didn't. But I, I listen. I, it's um, it looked off at the time, but it, you know it has happened a few times over in the NHL. So it it, it does happen where players are you know balanced on one leg and one leg goes flying high. So um, listen, I think the police have looked into it. And nothing, nothing's come of that. So um, it's just a really awful, unfortunate event. Uh, handmade Agla Downs says, the worst thing about it is that the media and other fans are straight onto it and are loving it. Yeah, but we'll, we'll come back. We'll come back. Uh, by the sword, you die by it, don't you? Of course you do. You know, let, let them go Let them go at us now. Let them have the time because we know that once we get everybody back, uh, we'll be back up there again. And, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> that's just the way it is. Uh, we, we'll just have to take it on the chin and get going again. Now, Dorch Mag says, uh, big question, Billy. Why didn't Tino start? I have absolutely By the way, no happy idea. 21st to Tino Livermento today. Yes, absolutely. I have absolutely no idea. I've got I've got got to be honest. It was crying out for Tino Hall fullback on each line of the fullback. Give Trippi a rest, especially as he's going away with England. Not going to get any rest there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's, it's a it's a bizarre decision not to start Tino, especially the way he's played the past two games. And yeah, it's, I, I I just don't understand the reasoning of it at all. Unless Kieran Trippier has a bit of player power in that dressing room, he may well have and chose to want to play another one of his old clubs, I guess. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, Lewis Hall obviously started the game, Billy, and, and for me, um, didn't really do anything wrong, in my opinion. I think he was very unlucky to come off at half time. I, I, I don't understand the change and, and stick Livermento on there and uh, move Trippier to left back. I mean, it was, it was a very strange move for me. Didn't make any sense. Uh, Lewis Hall should have stayed on the pitch and if anyone was going to go off for Tino it should have been, it should have been Kieran Trippier mm. had a poor first half didn't improve second we know he's a quality player we know he's a world class player but unfortunately there's not, no life left in them legs at the moment and that was a change he should have made in fact yeah. he should have started with Tino and, and Lewis Hall no doubt about yeah. it yeah, I, I 100% agree, Billy, 100% agree. Um, Cushy says, we rest, uh, then start again. Congrats on 25. Thank you very much. Uh, Side reader, congrats on 25K, lads. Uh, fully deserved. Thank you so much. Uh, when you play kids who are 17 and 18 years old because you have no choice, you need leaders like Trippy with experience and leadership skills on the pitch. I mean, that's another thing, Billy. You know, even though he's not having the best of games himself, he's still there for the... Uh, there for the play, the younger players, and there was a few times yesterday that you know you could see him communicating with the young players, just giving them that little bit of motivation. It's all I'm doing that, but the, the same kids then looking at him, giving the ball away every, every five seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do it, he's not leading by example. No, it's it's, it's, it's not right. We've got other leaders on the pitch. Jamal Salas is the club captain. He led by example yesterday as far as possibly possibly could. Um, I'm afraid Kieran was just too tired for that game. Should have been should have been off the pitch. Shouldn't have been on it in the first place. Mm. I mean, he, he did give the ball away quite a few times, but uh, we, we have to, you know, we have to call out Nick Pope here uh, and just say, you know, what a wonderful, wonderful performance he put in yesterday. Because if it wasn't for Nick Pope, Billy, it would have been six or seven. I mean, he made some good saves that were, you know, you could say they were, you know, comfortable for goalkeepers to save. But that one at the end, mm. towards the end, the deflected one, just, just stresses what a brilliant, brilliant player he is. Um, and if you could just get that distribution, you know, just step it up a little bit. You know, I, I can't believe he's not in the England squad, to be honest. I, I can't believe that Ramsdale's in when he's not playing. Yeah, it's madness. Madness. Um, he made two miraculous saves yesterday. Mm-hmm. One you just alluded to there where they were clean through, blasted him. He just stuck his hand out behind him and managed to get over the bar. And the one where he had no sight of the ball whatsoever and managed to dive down to his right and push it around the post. Two superb saves. One he had no rights of making, really. Mm. Yeah, definitely back to his best without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jordy Two for Life says, Bournemouth outplayed us. Let's give them credit. Uh, we know why we lost, but it won't be the last time we'll lose this season. The lads give everything they had. End of conversation for me. Um, it, it is just unfortunate, Billy, that you always get the, you know, the fan, every single defeat we seem to have, you know, after a defeat, it's, oh, Eddie's not good enough. Eddie's not going to be able to take us to the next level. You know, we don't want to start acting like Arsenal fans where we have one single defeat and think it's the end of the world. No, I do think he's got to be a bit more fluid, though. I think he's got to be a bit less kind of solid in what he does. I think he's got to rotate more. This should be a lesson to him. Obviously, he's not have to go for this kind of fixtures before, you know, the congestion of fixtures with European games, Carabao Cup games. I'm sure he's learning from it, and I'm sure that we will see rotation 
from now on, really. We have to see mm. it, otherwise, you know, it's going to ruin our Premier League campaign. And that's the button, but we need to be qualifying for these European kind of seasons every year, don't we? So, yeah, we'll have to start rotating. But one thing we do have to remember is, Billy, that this is a learning curve for Eddie Howe as well. He's exactly. never been involved exactly. in this kind of situation um, with playing so many games, you know, in a week. I mean, he's, you know, born with, he wasn't involved in Europe and, um, it, it, you know, it, it takes its toll. And I think, you know, as we go on, you know, Eddie's learning just as the players are. And I think the fans have to take that into account as well, that, you know, Eddie will make mistakes along the line. We all do. We all make mistakes, but Eddie will make mistakes along. But he will learn from them, and 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 hopefully, certainly have a, you know, as the squad builds in the future, he will get the he will be able to rotate with players that are just as good as the other players that he's leaving out. Yeah, let's not forget. Also, we've got kind of ten players out from yesterday's game that couldn't play either through suspension or injury. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'm wondering that situation. It's hard to rotate, but he certainly had a couple of options he could have made, and the, the one we spoke about is. The trippier one. Um, the rest, I don't see any real changes for. I mean, the Sal's chair probably needs a rest as well. You could have brought, I don't know, Kraft or, or Dump in for share and mm-hmm. rest him. You know, there are kind of a few options, but he seems so kind of solid in that one in that one team, which does worry me. But as you just said, there it's a learning curve for him. Hopefully, yeah. he can learn from it. Uh, well, th- this is what uh, Kieran Trippier had to say after the game, guys. Once everything cooled down and he was back in the tunnel, uh, this is Kieran Trippier after the game. We have no excuses. We know we can do so, so much better. But the most important thing is the lads are giving absolutely everything. Um, every competition that we're in, we try to win. Um, but we fell way short today. And, you know, sometimes that is football. And the breaks come at the right time for us personally. Um, so the lads can regroup mentally as well um, and get ready, you know, for another tough test against the Chelsea, I think it is. I know you said no excuses, but so many injuries at the moment, it has to contribute. You know? There is a lot of injuries and, you know, ultimately, you know, this is the reality. You know, we, everyone in the club from from us to all the way to the top, wanted Champions League football. But what comes with Champions League football is every game, every three days. So there's going to be injuries. Um, of course, it's, it's not nice to see my teammates getting injured, but this is where we all need to step up even more, give even more, which they are doing, you know, from last international break till now. It's been a good, it's been a good run. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of games, but... We just have to keep going, you know. Um, we have to keep doing the club proud. Um, and, yeah, now the most important thing is we, we all stay together. That is the most important thing. So that was Kieran Tripp, you Billy. Um, a very honest assessment. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think it's plain to see from, from you know, from your own eyes that what you can see on the pitch is they are trying, but we are hampered by injuries and suspensions. So that's plain to see. And we are putting in substandard performances because of that. Yeah, and I think Kieran Trippier's fair play to him for going out and facing the cameras so soon after a game. Yeah, yeah. He must have calmed down after his little altercation with the fan, but fair play to him for doing that. And that's one of the reasons why he's great for our squad, because he, he does stand up. He does stand up for the lads. Um, so fair play to him for that, absolutely. It takes balls, you know, mm. it takes balls to, to stand up there in front of a camera and, um, you know, just saying, you know, that, that we weren't. He's expressing the fact that we have injuries, Billy. But he's also saying this is time for the other players to step up, including himself. And they didn't do it yesterday. Um, he's, he's not really making excuses because the, the, the reporter asking the questions there from NUSC TV had, had to reproach the question on injuries. He said after his first part of that interview, he then stepped in and said, well, look, you know, you've got injuries. Is that playing a part? So Kieran's not making excuses for anybody. No, absolutely not. Um, it's plain to see. It's, it's, you know, there's no hiding it or disguising it. You can't. It's mm. there in black and white in front of us. Um, it's interesting to say it's a good time. The break's coming a good time for him personally. If he's going to off, off to England, is it? Well, it's kind I, of tells me he may not be going away with England. Well, I, I, I just wonder if he said personally, it's his opinion that it's a good time for the international. Oh, right, break. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. you know, he could look at it that way. I, I see where you're I mean, coming from as well because he needs a break. He needs a break, absolutely. I, I, but he's not going to get that, is he, when he's away with yeah. England? Because you know, I, I think you play in one of the games at least. Um, but you know, it's it's it, but he'd be training every day. Whereas, like we said yesterday, uh, Eddie will probably give a few the, the rest of the lads a couple of days off just to recuperate and you know regenerate get the muscles going again and, and and you know get the fitness back which they need and I, I think Kieran Trippier is one of those players that definitely needs that Billy 
Absolutely, absolutely. Because if he goes away with England, not only is he liable to play one game at right back, he's also liable to play mm. one at left back as well. Which, left back as well, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's kind of fills two positions for, for England, doesn't he? I don't know why they play him at left back because he's the left back and I don't think he's very good at it. Mm. Um, but he keeps squeezing him in there because he's obviously better than what they've got. There's no left backs in the squad as far as I can see without Luke Shaw and Chilwell being in it. He doesn't pick a left back, so... Yeah. It just, seems, it just seems to me, Billy, that Trippier just has off days when he's coming back from Champions League games. Uh, it seems to be a pattern. Um, and that could just be, just like we're saying, fatigue. It's just, he's just knackered. And so are the other players. You know, we, we can look at players yesterday. You know, Anthony Gordon, he still ran his heart out, but he just was knackered. Uh, Miggy goes down with an injury. Um, you know, I mean, Lascelles for me played quite well yesterday again. Um but, you know, even Fabian Scher was looking a bit, you know, tired, shall we say. Um, with, uh, Joe Willock was nowhere to be seen. I mean, that was Willock's poorest game since he's come back. Uh, he, he was nowhere. Um, and it just seems like, you know, yeah, yeah, we're relying on the experienced players to come through and, 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 and stand up in situations like this. And had they been fully fit, I think they would have stood up. Of course, it's going to be a very different story, but it's all hypothetical. I think the one we missed most of all wasn't an injury. It was Bruno, the suspension to Bruno's cost. Wow, yeah. Dealing in that game because that wouldn't have happened with Bruno there. Mm-hmm. You know, Bruno, you know, manufactures, he, he marshals the midfield superbly. He cuts things out. He starts, mm-hmm. he's, he's creative. He allows us to be creative. And yes, they was, didn't have much creation about us, did we? Creativity about us at all. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he was a massive miss for yesterday. But he's back for the next game, so all good. Absolutely. Uh, well, uh, let's hear from Eddie Howe, because uh, this is what the manager had to say uh, after last night's performance. Yeah, that was a, a difficult evening for us. I thought we were well off our normal levels. Um, you know, anyone who watched the game would, would probably tell you that. I think it was a combination of a lot of things that, that went against us. Um, physically, we, we weren't at the level that we needed to be. We weren't at the level that we normally are. I'd say that's from a physical perspective, the worst we've looked for a long, long time. Um, as I said, there are, I think there are reasons. I don't want to make excuses. I, I, you know, I want to uh, apologise to the supporters who came today and, and watched our performance. I can tell them that it wasn't for the want of trying and the players weren't doing anything other than trying to give their best, but we just we just couldn't raise our standards to what they needed to be. It was just a, quite a disjointed start, wasn't it? And it sort of gave the Bournemouth fans encouragement and it's probably the last thing you want here. Yeah, I think... You're absolutely right. I think we did give them encouragement, and I think we did um, let them settle into the game. We we couldn't settle into the game uh, really at any stage of the game. We, we we didn't play like we know we can, and we were trying to battle through. We were trying to give everything we could to try and stay in the game and try and get a positive result, but it wasn't meant to be. I know you don't want to use it as an excuse, but the injury problems have been a concern for a long time. Another one today, maybe maybe more than one. I mean, can you put it down to anything other than just terrible, terrible luck? Well, I just think it's been a mix for me of just the games. I mean, we've, we've had all our injuries in the games. Um, we're doing very little outside of the games and just the, the toll. But once you get a few, it then leaves you stretched and you're playing players in games that you probably wouldn't normally want to. And then the situation gets worse. So we've got no one to lighten the load on these lads. And that's why... Um, you know, I support the players 100% for everything they've given in this period of games. They, they've given a lot. And the same players have been asked to go again and again. Um, but today was just the game too far for us. We weren't, um, we weren't there. Interesting comments, Billy. Um, very honest, as usual, from Eddie. Um, but very interesting comment. He, he mentioned that uh, about the squad depth there. Um, and, you know... Is that a message to the owners, could you think? Just that, you know, we need to improve. Uh, we need to buy again in January because, you know, we are down to the bare bones and they just couldn't, couldn't. it was a game too far yesterday. Absolutely it was. And we should have been doing that in the summer. We all realised with two kind of strikers that are both, should we say, injury prone, we mm. could we could struggle at that kind of um, area of the pitch and other parts of the pitch too. Yeah, we, we left ourselves short. Jamal Asazo stepped up to the plate. We were all begging for another centre-half, but he stepped up to the plate and kind of yeah. made that redundant. But there were other parts in the pitch we needed players, another right-side midfielder, um, another another central midfielder. Of course, we couldn't afford seeing the Tanali situation, but that's another uh, position that needs strengthening in January. So we need to be spending January. And whether we can or not, I don't know. I really don't know. Mm. 
but we have to to kind of kind of keep our league position where it is. We need to be moving up the league, not down it. Um, it's 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 strange to me because I've seen a lot of comments coming in, um, not just on here tonight, but you know the Tonali situation, and and people are starting to become annoyed because of where that's left us without a player who should be there. Um, you know the the, the but the fans were singing Tonali songs last night, so. You know what do you do? I mean, I, I, I'm I'm annoyed by the situation that we don't have him there, especially, you know, in the situation we're in now. We we need him there, and unfortunately, it, he's he's not there. But you know, Eddie is is backing his players as you would very well expect him to do. And there's nothing Eddie could have said differently there, Billy. To be honest, no, you know, because it was it was just a game too far. We didn't perform, but at least the players and Eddie know that they didn't perform, and they're not going to hide it. Well, they can't, can they? I mean, no. we've all got eyes. We all saw what we saw. Um, we're all kind of disappointed with what we saw. He can't, he can't gloss it up, and, it, and he won't gloss it up. He's not mm. very honest man, isn't he? It's one thing that's good about him. Steve Bruce would have blamed everything by himself for that result. Um, it's just the amount of games and the lack of depth in the squad. It's, it's a terrible kind of equation to have because you're struggling with it. You're just not going to win, beat it. Yeah, you know. And someone's got to change in January. Absolutely, it has. Um, yeah, and rotation's got to start. Yeah. Um, guys, I shouldn't have to say this, but a couple of years, please behave yourself in the chat. It's a little bit pathetic. Um, it's time to pull your big sho- big boy shoes on and get on with it. My God, come on. The mod shouldn't be having to tell you off like school teachers to stop name-calling, for God's sake. Um, Julie J says uh, the green strip should be banned. I agree with that, uh, Billy. We must have mentioned that about twenty-five times on the uh, watch along last night. That uh, you know, it, it was, it was at the stage where you know enough's enough. Really, that this green strip—it's awful. We, you know, I know we've got framed photos in our backgrounds there of the green strip, but it really is. I mean. It took us ages to win with the other one uh, last season. And, it, you know, this one's... Just, it just doesn't suit us. It does not suit us. I mean, you know, we made silly things at the start of the season, Billy, saying, oh, it's the same colour as the grass. They're going to pass, the, you know. But it seems like every time we put this bloody green shirt on, the passing is wayward. Yeah, I don't think it's coincidence, I've got to say. Um, <laughs> I don't believe in all the superstition and stuff. Um, but... You know, it's, it's hard to just to kind of ignore it when you see it every time we're playing it. We're not very good in it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, listen, uh, we mentioned it. I remember the Gateshead game that we covered, Billy, in pre-season. And mm. when we saw that photo of two very different patterns on the shirt um, and thought, oh, th- this this just isn't going to go well. It's 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 not Newcastle. I know we've worn green shirts in the past, but maybe not as um, emphatic as these green shirts, uh, shall we say. Um, but you know what? I mean, listen, kidding aside, yesterday was just wrong from kickoff. Um, but how do you think Nick Pope will be feeling, Billy? Because I think Nick Pope himself will be sort of, well, you know what? Form is coming back. You know, I'm, I, I, you know, he, he came out, he punched, he caught yesterday. Um, and I think he, he, he is one of the players yesterday that comes out that game with flying colours because he did everything to keep us in it. Um, and I think that'll do his confidence the world of good. He'll be frustrated that we've not brought, got kept a clean sheet. You know, he'll, he'll he'll see himself as letting two goals in. It's not what he wants to do. He wants to be keeping clean sheets, but he'll be pleased with his own performance because mm-hmm. he was fantastic yesterday. I've got to say, really good. Um, yeah, no hesitation in anything he did. I was really impressed with Nick Pope yesterday, and he, and he was pushing the ball away, Billy, which you mentioned he on was, Wednesday. You he know, was clearing the ball with his saves. He was, and there was one occasion where he came hairing out of his goal and got a hand to it when he. In the past, he may have hesitated halfway across and been lobbed over, but yeah, yeah, I thought he was fantastic yesterday. Decision making, so much more, and then that helps you, your defenders, doesn't it? When you've got a goalkeeper who commits, and you know, in the past, yes, he's come, he's stopped, he's gone back, it creates a little distortion in the defence. But last night, you know, he, he came and he stayed. You know, he didn't back off. He, he whatever he thought he could come for, he came and and well, he got. I think he understood that the defence weren't at, at the fully, you know, fully fitness and with mm. fatigue, and, and they had to do as much as he could personally. Mm-hmm. And he did. I thought he was absolutely outstanding. I really do. Um, yeah. Had it not been for him, he could have been four, five, six. Could have been any score. Um, Carl makes a point that we shouldn't depend on Bruno so much, but we miss his creativity. 
I know, but it's it's you know, in any side, Billy, you've got these big stars in your team that are, you know, mostly when they play, they are eights, nines, and tens out of tens when they play. Uh, and you always have that spine of your team, and you you remove some of the spine of the team. You know, Isak is part of that spine, if you if you like, or Wilson, whichever one's playing up top. You've got Bruno in midfield, uh, obviously Botman and Cher. Now it's Botman and Lascelles, and and your goalkeeper is your spine. And when you're missing two very important factors in that spine in midfield and up top, you are going to struggle. It doesn't matter who you are because Bruno is that good of a player. Well, the, the aim wasn't to, de- de- you know, kind of depend on Bruno so much. The aim was to have Bruno and Tonali, but of course, the Tonali situation comes back in again. Mm. <laughs> the aim was to have two players like Bruno. Unfortunately, yeah. we only have one again because of the, the ban. It's simple as that. Oh, it's, it's so, so annoying, uh, to be honest. Ryan says, I can't lie. That decision to bring off Hall was pretty stupid. Stop playing this inverted fullback, Bullrot, uh, Livermento, and Trippier are. Right backs, no more, no less. Uh, we lost the balance when he came off. Hard to disagree with that. I think he's bang on. I mean, Billy, you've said that quite a few times. In fairness, you know when Trippy has gone to left back, the, it, it just looks distorted, and it was yesterday again. Trippy wasn't playing very well. Uh, I don't know. You know, the, the, nobody has asked about Lewis Hall, so I presume that it's not because of injury that he was brought off. It was purely tactical, but. The kid keeps playing 45 minutes and getting dragged off at half-time. I don't think that does his confidence, the world, any good, Billy. Well, he must have seen what Kieran Trippier was doing in that first half and he must have looked at that and thought, well, obviously I'm not going to get taken off him. And, and he did. And it seems to be, like you said, it seems to be the routine substitution he makes. Mm-hmm. He did it against Dortmund. I don't think I don't think he deserves to be hauled off there either. Although the yellow card may have had something to do with that, but that side, he didn't do much wrong. Um, and I think he got hauled off at it was Old Trafford. Got, no, it wasn't, was it? It was the Man City game at home. He got hauled off at half-time too. So, mm. yeah, it's a strange thing. And, yeah, he's a young kid. We all know the young kid. But he's played big games for Chelsea. He's played away at the Etihad Old Trafford before. He's not He's not kind of a rookie jumping at the deep end with no yeah, yeah. experience. He's done it all before. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's very odd. It doesn't make any sense to me. Unless he's not impressed with him as a player. I mean, I don't see why not. Because he was as good as anyone first half, really, on the, out on the outfield. Yeah, uh, guys, no uh, all caps in the chat, please, or your you, your comment gets deleted. Just keep it all to lowercase, please. Um, Ab says, uh, "I love the green kit. Uh, we are going through an injury crisis. Keep calm and keep the belief, and stop telling Eddie how to do his job." Abs, man, seriously, all Eddie we're doing ha- is discussing the game. Uh, why are we? We're not telling Eddie how how to do his job. Eddie knows how to do the job. We as fans are just talking about the game. It's like any football fan does after a game or before a game. They talk about what they would have done. It's, it's got what Eddie does is nothing to do with us. But we have that conversation as supporters of the football club, not telling Eddie how to do his job. It's a match review. Dear me. Sometimes, Abs, I think if I said black was white or black was black, you'd still argue. Uh, it's just one of them things. Uh, Barbara, good evening. Uh, got here late, so I'm going back to the start of the video. Well, uh, enjoy. Uh, good evening, Rach. Uh, Tangy says that strip is a curse. Uh, Arturo saying, Paul, have you seen Grimaldo's goal today? No, I haven't, but I, I, I've heard it's a cracker, so I'll uh, I'll go and watch that uh, uh, after the show. I'll have a look at it. Did anybody see John Joe Shelby's goal yesterday? Uh, no. From his own half, no less. Oh, really? Mm. Well, he's, he's only been trying that for the last 10 years. He got he, one he was bound to get one eventually, wasn't he? He got me. one going. Yeah, it was probably better than Kane, to be fair. Wow. Wow. I'll have to have a look at that. Uh, I knew when I commented about the green strip before the match that we were doomed. Jesus, it needs ditching. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, well, this is one of them things. Jordy Jack says we should be recruiting from top and selling from the bottom, but top strikers don't come cheap, so limits how many uh platters we can buy. I think he means players. Uh, we can buy in January. Um, where, where's the necessity in January, Billy? We don't necessarily need a, a top striker. We just need one to play when Wilson and Isaac aren't fit. Yeah, I'd yeah. You don't need the, a world class. Yeah, I'd go straight for the bloke that destroyed us yesterday. I'd, I'd see no problem in going for Solanke, and he'd probably get him for less than thirty million quid. No danger. Yeah, God, I remember when uh, was it John Sinclair recommended said that we should go for Solanke a couple of years ago. He was laughed out of town, but that's the, that's the way Solanke's performed. Though he's, he's he's got he's really put his head down and improved. Um, and he was a right handful for us yesterday. So was Semenya. 
Semenyo was absolutely outstanding yesterday. Um, but Solanke probably would come as a first, as, as a third choice, knowing he's going to yeah. get games. Yeah. I don't think we can we can necessarily attract top strikers like your Bonnie faces, like your Aussie men's at top. Not when you've got Isak and Wilson still at the club. You, exactly you know, you know, not. You're, you're not going to exactly. convince them that they're going to take their places. Exactly. I thought um, I thought Solanke really, really played well yesterday, and he has done the past two or three times I've seen him. To be fair. Yeah. Look again. I must reiterate. Me and Billy were very, very. Very praising of, of of Bournemouth yesterday. The way they played the game, the way they set up, there was some brilliant performances. Uh, Cook was outstanding. Who was the left back again, Billy? The number five who we were raving Lord on Kelly. about, Lord Kelly, yeah, Lloyd Kelly, yeah. who has been linked with Newcastle United, and mm. I thought he was outstanding. Um, the, the two centre backs were solid. Um, you know, as much as I hate him. Uh, Tavernier was, you know, a very big part in their performance yesterday, getting in our faces and causing problems. A little bit like Anthony Gordon when he was at Everton, Billy. Um, you know, getting in the players' faces, winding them up, and you know, but he also played well. I thought mm. Clive did okay. In fact, they all did. Bournemouth. I mean, the Bournemouth fans must have been delighted with that performance, and we're not taking anything away from Bournemouth here. They they set out with the game plan and they went for it, and they. They completely dominated the game, um, and there's, there's no taking away from that. They they had a, it'll give them a wonderful bit of confidence going into that international break. You know, getting away from the, out of the bottom three for a start. It was the perfect performance from Bournemouth, mm. both from manager and from players, and it was an easy one really. It was, a, it was an obvious one to do. Just press them, be at them. Don't give them minutes to rest or turn or do anything. Just be on the cases, full stop. Because he's tired, and it was blatantly obvious to see that that's how it worked, and. Yeah, it was, it was the perfect time to be playing it. Danny mm-hmm. Um Tangy, you keep going on about Koal and Minter recalls. Uh, they won't recall them, mate. Uh, Minter is injured until January anyway, and I don't think that they'll bring him back in January. They'll keep him out there. Koal, you know, he hasn't set the world on fire again this season. He scored a couple of really good goals, but I think they'll want to keep him out there to try and build his confidence up after what happened at Hearts last season. It didn't go well for him. Lost all his confidence. Um, but... These two are for the future. Let's remember that. Minter, I would say, is probably higher than Kual, uh, mm. if we look at the way they've played when they've been on loan. Um, and I think Minter will be back next summer, Billy. And I think he, he stands a good chance of forcing himself into the squad the way he's played. Yes, absolutely. And he's in he's the right position as well, isn't he? That right side of midfield. Um, yeah, he looks powerful, pacey, good finisher. Mm-hmm. Ideal to come into the squad next season without a shadow of a doubt. But yep. let's keep him in Holland where he's playing at a decent level, but not one that's going to drown his confidence straight away. Uh, those of you that are wanting Jeff Hendrick, give your heads a shake. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> the Irish Zidane. Uh, Jesus Christ, uh, not for me. Um, Nathan says, uh, Paul and Billy, would you merge the under-23s with the remainder of the first-team squad over the next couple of weeks to blend due to our injury crisis? It's a good point, that. I'm guessing that's already happened. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, who was it? I mean, Parkinson came on yesterday, and I've, I've you know, he put himself about, but he he didn't get a kick. Um, he just did not get a kick. Yes, Julie, I know it was a joke, sweetheart, no problem. Um, I just, um, he, he, it was, it was a difficult game for him to come into. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it was. He's a seventeen-year-old lad, a big lad, um, got potential, but yeah, it just, we had to put someone on. It's simple as that. It was just a body, really, wasn't it? Or she swung his foot at that ball in a six-yard box, so he might have avoided the second goal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tangy says, thanks for the clarification, Paul. Uh, sorry, uh, I didn't know you missed my message. No worries, Mitty. Uh, not a lot of people know that Mitty is injured till till January. Um, he's he's mm. got a bit of a bad injury, so uh, that's why I think they'll want to keep him out in Holland uh, for the second part of the season. Um, Michael says, uh, wear a shirt with the badge, uh, whatever it is. Uh, as our silver shirt was rubbish when Beardsley was playing. I loved that silver shirt. I really did. I really liked it. Um, Right. Uh, I think it's time to do the player ratings, Billy. Uh, This should be very interesting tonight. So take part in the chat. Uh, Let us know what you think of the player ratings and uh, rate the players yourselves. Uh, We'll start off with Nick Pope, Billy. I think this is probably the easiest one we're going to have tonight. Well, I'm going to give him a nine because he let two in. But apart from that, you know, it, it was a perfect performance from him. Mm. Outstanding back to his very best. Some of the saves he made, he had no right to make it. Um, didn't deserve to be on the losing side, but he was, unfortunately. So I'll give him a nine. Um, I'm going with a 10. 
Uh, and I'll tell you why I'm going with the 10, Billy, is because sometimes it's very difficult for us when Newcastle play really well, which they have been doing. And, you know, it comes to voting for, you know, giving Nick Pope a score when he's be, literally had nothing to do. Um, now, he had no chance with the goals yesterday, but I think what he did, I think what he did have to do is make some wonderful saves. And it could have been a lot more had he not made them saves. I thought some of the saves were outstanding. Mm. Um, and I just think it... it Yesterday was an opportunity to to finally vote for a performance from a goalkeeper. Um, and uh, nines and tens are coming in in the chat anyway, so it, it's a ten for me. Um, but I just think he was by far the best player for us yesterday. Mm, um, which which when your goalkeeper is your best player, that's when things haven't gone well at all. Uh, in fairness, uh, right? We'll move to Kieran Trippier. Um, I'm going to give him a five, Billy. Um, I, I, I just think he was. Um, I, I can't remember anything really that he did that stood out for me apart from uh, lose the ball a few times. And he, he just wasn't at the races. Just his, his head was, uh, well, mentally and physically fatigued. Yeah. Um, I thought his set pieces were better yesterday. They caused a lot of havoc. A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. But aside from that, he was really, really poor. Um, yeah, five's a fair score, I think. Okay. Uh, Chris, you give him a seven. Uh, let me know why you're giving him a seven. I'm intrigued as to know uh, how he scored so highly. Um, Alex says this will be the shortest player ratings in history without Stato. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why he's Stato, though, you know, because he's the he's the guy that goes into the stats for each player. You know, we don't have them in front of us. Alex does. Uh, so that's that's why, yeah, that's why he does the... Uh, he takes a little bit longer on the player ratings because he goes through each and every player, which is what he's there for. Um, right, left back, um, Lewis Hall, Billy. Hmm. Only on for half, but I don't think he did anything particularly wrong or anything particularly outstanding. He's a much better attacking fullback than he's a defending one, that's for certain. But yeah. he's only young and he's going to feel, you know, he's going to learn how to defend properly as he gets older. I'll give him a six. Um, I'm going with a six as well. Every single reason you gave there, Billy. I think defensively, he just needs that little bit of, um, <sighs> I wouldn't say he's he's a bit naive at times, but the, the, you know he goes in for tackles that he's he's not there. You know he's just, he's just a couple of yards too late, and I think that will come with experience with coaching under Eddie. I think he'll benefit massively. Um, yeah. But going forward, uh, tremendous overlapping. You know he's got a wonderful cross on him. He's got a brilliant left foot, um, and I think that for me is what we've got to, to look forward to with Lewis Hall in the future. He's got he's he's. He's definitely been signed for the future um, and he, he will learn and progressively get better because he's already got that. Uh, he's already good enough to be in the, you know, to play in the Premier League, Billy. So, you know, the fact that he's yeah. going to get better only benefits Newcastle United. Yeah, I want to see more. I want to see more of him. I want to see, you know, I want to see the rotation happening with him coming in once every two or three weeks. Absolutely, I do. With burnout for a long time, it's got a chance to get embedded in the side and mm -hmm. used to how to defend properly. Uh, right, we'll move to the centre-backs now and uh, we'll start off with uh, Fabian Scher. Um I don't know. I'm, I'm really stuck on Fabian Scher because he did a couple of really good things, you know, bringing the ball out of defence again and, and trying to get something going for us. Uh, I don't think he had a particularly bad game. Um, I think I'm going to go with a seven for Fabian Scher, Billy, because he did some decent things. His, his passing was a little wayward at times, but... You know what can you do uh, when in front of you is just completely there's nothing there. There's no there's not much movement or anything. So um, mm. I'm going to give him a seven. I'm going to give him a six. Yeah, uh, I thought he was partly to blame for the first goal. I thought he went to sleep a little bit. Um, it's probably more Livermento's fault than his. But between the two of them, they should have sorted out. Mm. Uh, but he did get kicked kicked again. He did kind of get an injury. Um, there are excuses for it, and he's just not, another one that's not had a rest. He's knackered. Needs a rest. Yeah. I mean that first goal was a disaster. I mean there was a the combination of disasters all the way through the pitch. Mm. Uh, numerous times we could have cleared that ball. You know, I think four or five players could have got the ball back, and uh, it, it just never happened. Uh, which was uh, it was awful. It was an awful first goal. Uh, it's fair to say that Colin is very annoyed with Tenali. Um, Zero out of ten. Let's rate his contribution to our current situation. Get another cold Moretti out the fridge and put your feet up. Thanks, Sandro. Oof. It's fair comment, to be fair. Yeah, a lot of people are feeling that, yeah. Um, to be honest, it's uh, 
I mean, yeah, a lot of people have mentioned our old mate Rick O'Shea uh, in the comments, Billy. Oh, one of their best players again, wasn't he? Yeah, seems to play seems to play every game. I mean, that's the decent thing Joe Willock did all night, really. He got a good tackling. It's just Livermento and Cher between them. Livermento passed them on to Cher and Cher was asleep. <laughs> it was just yeah, yeah. yeah Cacophony of cock-ups. Yeah. Uh, right, Lascelles, Billy. Yeah, I thought he'd stood up, really. Um mm -hmm. Didn't let us down. I thought he competed well. I thought he was. He put a few fires out for Trippier. Yeah. Yep. I'll give him a seven. I'll give him a seven. Yeah, I'm going with a seven as well. Um, I think Lascelles was a very uh, a bright spark yesterday again. Um, look, he's been asked to to come in and it, under very difficult situations with Botman being missing, of course. Um, but I think he's done it with with a plum, really. I think he, you know, cleared the ball yesterday very well. Um, and just had a, an all-round really, really good performance. And, yeah, we let two goals in, but I, I don't think Lascelles was to blame for any of them, to be honest. So no. uh, he was he was solid again with a with a seven. So, midfield, Billy, uh, Lewis Miley. Um, now, this... I thought Miley did okay yesterday. I, you know, there was a few times that he lost the ball, but I think mm. overall, um, you know, we, we, can't, we can't not say his age because he's so young still. But he looks very, very accomplished on the ball. And I thought, you know, he, he was probably one of our better players yesterday. Didn't really put a foot wrong. Um, he he will get better as well, like Lewis Hall. He will learn and get better and better and better. Um, I'm going with a seven for Miley. I thought he deserved a seven yesterday. Uh, Barry the B, thank you for your 499 super chat. Uh, he says, never injured Rick O'Shea and always pops up in key moments. Something to look into in January. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't think all the clubs in the world will sell him, to be fair. No, yeah, considering he, he plays his best football whenever he's against Newcastle. <laughs> um, right, Lewis Miley, Billy. Yeah, I was actually surprised when they brought him off. Um, yeah. He didn't look tired. He was having a, a, a very good game for his first start in Pentacle. Just over 17 years of age. Very mature performance. I think seven's a fair score for him. Mm, yep. Uh, Anthony says, these ratings are far too high, just saying. What? How can you not rate your goalkeeper high after what he performed yesterday? We've given Trippy a four and a five. Um, you know, they're not high scores. Uh, and I don't think they're going to get much higher either with the next few players we're going to be doing. So uh, stay tuned for that. Um, <sighs> Sean Longstaff. Which way we going, Sean? Yeah. Well, without his energy, he's a very, very ordinary player. It's mm. his energy that is the main part of his game. Okay, he's getting better technically, but without the energy, he's not getting to the balls in the first place. It was a game too far for Sean. Definitely another one that needs a break. Um, was he as bad as Trippier? No, I'll give him a five. See, I'm going with a four. Um, but you make an interesting point, you know, saying was he worse or better than Trippier? I don't think Sean was on the ball enough to be, you know, put in the same bracket as Trippier because Trippier's passing let him down yesterday. Sean mm. just couldn't, he couldn't get his foot on the ball for a start. He was just, he was, he was falling over a lot. Um, he was, he was getting knocked, he was getting bossed a little bit yesterday, which is very unlike Sean because, you know, Sean has very much shown that he is, he loves the physical side of the game. Uh, and he gets stuck in. But what we didn't see a lot from Sean yesterday was running into the box um, and getting on the end of passes. Sometimes the passes were coming in and Sean was a yard too slow to get there, whereas normally he's on it in a flash. Um, but again, I'm putting it down to complete fatigue. He was just knackered. Uh, so he gets a four. Uh, Joe Linton... Um, I, listen, I don't think Joe Linton played too badly yesterday. I think he, he, he did his best. He was... He was trying to drive us forward. But again, you know, he was hampered by the fact that everyone around him could hardly run, could hardly make, you know, runs into positions where uh, he could create anything for us. Um, so I'm going to go with a six for Big Joe. Um, but I thought his effort was there, Billy. I don't think the manager did him any favours whatsoever yesterday. Both well, moving him to striker and then back to midfield, you, you know, how are you yeah. supposed to settle? Yeah. We were losing the game in the middle of the park. We needed Joe Linton's physicality, energy there. And he's, mm. you know, he's one of the few that didn't look tired, to be fair, because he had just come back from injury. Um, so I don't think the manager did any favours whatsoever. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'll give him a six. Okay. Uh, right, let's move to the front three. Um, 
or we might when did Miggy come off? Was that first or second half? About first, half an hour in, wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah. Um I'll just go we'll just go down the line with Miggy Billy and give him a six. Yeah, yeah. Um and then we'll mark who came on for Miggy. It was uh, Matt Ritchie. So Richie. yeah, Richie. Mm. Just hasn't got the legs. I, I just hasn't got the legs, yeah. has he? Just no. hasn't got the legs, unfortunately. He's, he, you know, he's there in spirit, but he can't perform what he wants to do anymore. Um, this, this is without the fatigue. He's, he performed like the rest of the players did, but didn't have the fatigue, just didn't have the legs. Uh, five, five for Richie. Um, I'm going to be very harsh here, and I do apologise because I love Matt Richie, but uh, I'm giving him a three. Um, I don't think he did anything on that pitch yesterday. Um, nothing at all. Um, he just ran around. I, I, I honestly, you know, there wasn't anything from Richie, and like you say, Billy. There was the, no fatigue in Matt Ritchie, um, but he just got he, he got drowned out the game. Uh, he got bust, basically. Um, so, you know, as much as I love Matt Ritchie, I have to rate him on what I saw yesterday, and I'm giving him a three. Uh, he's getting a lot of fours, some fives in the chat. So we're all around the same area with, uh, with Ritchie, to be honest. Um, across the other side, Joe Willock. Um, I'm giving Willock a three. I thought he's got awful yesterday. He did nothing in that game. Um, Maybe, yes, he is fatigued. He's come back from injury. He's been involved in some very, very tough games since he's come back. Um, but I expected a little bit more from Willock. When he got the ball yesterday, he just did not look like he was interested, apart from once in the second half when he drove to the byline. Um, apart from that, he just it, he seemed to be very frustrated, but he throwing his arms around when he lost the mm. ball. Um, yeah. it, it definitely his poorest game since he's been back. And maybe his poorest game in a Newcastle shirt, full stop. Um, yeah, yeah. I, he wasn't great. It wasn't his sort of game. It wasn't a physical. It was a physical game, and it didn't really suit him. And they didn't give him time on the ball to do his trickery. Mm-hmm. But the petulance and the way he was throwing his arms and put his teammates frustrated with not getting the ball where he wanted it, very much like a, um, I don't know, just real petulant diva type performance. Yeah. And then show the petulance he did when he went off and walked, trying to walk straight down the tunnel, and Eddie Howe started pulling back and saying, "No, you're not going down the tunnel. Mm. I'm going to give him one." You're giving him a one. I'm giving him wow. a one. Okay. Um, for the attitude, for the attitude, it's stunk to heaven yesterday. Uh, well, we, we haven't actually spoke about that, Billy, uh, in the show, I, and I don't know whether many supporters noticed it, uh, but this happened when he was substituted, and the cameras were on Willock as he came off the pitch. He looked like he was going to go straight down the tunnel, and Eddie grabbed him and pushed him towards the uh, the, the, the dugout. Uh, so I'm not sure how many people saw that, but we, we, we saw it straight away, Billy, on the commentary. Mm. Uh, and, and I said immediately, or oh, something, you know, Eddie's not happy there. He's gone, he's Willock's gone straight down the tunnel and he's pushed him to the dugout. So um, yeah, I um, um it, it was a little bit of a, an issue, but I, listen, I think people were so fed up by that match, they didn't really pay any attention once Willock had come off. Uh, but it was just interesting when we saw it. Uh, I thought, oh hey. But listen, that's Joe Willock isn't that kind of guy. We know Joe Willock's a lovely guy and uh, he's he's a fantastic uh, player to have around. And it's just the frustration levels yesterday were, were, were to a point where I think it got to everybody, uh, including that. But listen, there'll be no, Eddie will have had a chat with him and, and sorted it out. And, and, and that's it, um, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and as far as I hope Newcastle United are concerned, because, you know, it's all about frustration yesterday and just like really pissed off with everything um anthony gordon billy definitely one that's over fatigued Mm. because that you know extra pace he's got the fastest player in the premier league he wasn't yesterday he was outrun Mm. by cook was outrun by the center half at times there was one time where we thought it could be clean through but he couldn't get away Mm -hmm. totally uh, just over fatigued needs the rest can't get one i'll give him a five yeah, I'm going with a five as well. And, and and again, it's nothing against Gordon. It's just you have to review the performance. And because his legs weren't there yesterday. Um, and again, similar with Joe Linton, Billy. He was being moved yeah. all over the pitch. He couldn't yeah. get a rhythm going. He started as a striker. Yeah. Then he was he, he was on the right. He was on the left. And then, you know, he just couldn't get going yesterday. And I, I don't like seeing that. You know, if, the, if there's rotation with players who are used to playing certain positions, then fair enough. But Joe Linton hasn't played as a striker for God knows how long. And he's not a striker. We all know that. Uh, and when you're shifting around so many times, and it, it just knocks the balance, doesn't it? It does indeed. Yeah, it, it didn't make any sense. I mean, he didn't have the pace to happen in the centre-half, so they couldn't feed into the channels. Not that we were anyway. So that was the time to bring him off, bring Parkinson on then. 
Mm. Why put Joe Linton out of the midfield where we were getting overrun and put Gordon there? Didn't, didn't make any sense to me. And put, well, look there, sorry. Um, didn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Um, mm. Which is the manager's choice, not not, not Joe Linton's or, or Gordon's, of course. But yeah, he needs a rest. Another one that needs a rest without any sort of a doubt. Uh, now, Tino Livermento, of course, did come on at half time. Um, I thought Tino played okay. I thought he made some brilliant tackles, but it just switched off at certain times. I think their second goal, I think him and Cher were just asleep when Willock made the challenge and the ball rebounded through. Um, I'm going with a six for Tino as well. Um, but but again, you know, he's he looks a talent. He looks a real, real talent. Some of his tackles yesterday were excellent. Uh, and I've got I've got no problem that this guy's going to be a superstar for us. So, uh, But a six for yesterday, Billy. Yeah, another one that didn't get held by his manager. Swapping him from right to left, left yeah. to right. It's yeah. got to stop. It's, you know, you know it's, it's, a sign of, it's a sign that you've got it wrong in the first place. Why do you, why do you have to keep changing all the time? I don't like it. Mm. You know, you've got a left back. You've took one off. Why did you do that? Um, Livermento, his defence was okay apart from the goal. Um, I'll give him a six. Okay. Um, now, Parkinson did come on late on, but I, he, he wasn't on long enough, um, really, for us to score. Cool. I think, yeah, I think it'd be unfair for us to, to score the kid, to be honest. Um, he did come on and, 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 you know, for the few minutes he was on, he, he did he did look decent. He, you know, he uh, he was certainly trying to close the goalkeeper down using his pace. So, um, and it's good experience for him. Um, you know, not the best experience, obviously, with being on a losing side, but they've got to experience all sides of football, these kids. And, uh, you know, that was an intense Premier League game where we didn't perform. Um, but, uh, he, he, yeah, I agree with Colin. He, he, Parkinson made a pest of himself. He was getting in the... For, for the time he was on, he was getting... In fact, you know what? I am going to score him. I'm going to give him a seven, Billy, because I thought, yeah, you know, um, Colin's right there. He did get in the faces of the centre-backs and, and challenge for balls, which we hadn't done the whole game. So, yeah, I'm going to give him a seven. Bearing in mind, he's only 17 as well. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. And, and he, did, he didn't let, let the centre-halves rest. He was physical as much mm -hmm. as he could be. Didn't get any service, of course, didn't. But, I mean, without the ball, yeah, seven's fair. Uh, now, Eddie Howe. Um, I think... I think I agree with you, Billy. I think he got the selection wrong at left back. I, I, I couldn't believe he left Tino Livermento out. We thought that Livermento might have took a little bit of a knock. Um, I think that was his first mistake, not starting Livermento. I think his second mistake was not bringing Livermento on when Miggy went off injured. Uh, mm. I could not believe or understand why I brought Matt Ritchie on. Um, we know that Livermento can play a little bit forward in front of Trippier. That would have given us an extra dimension going forward you know we know that uh livermento's got a wonderful right or left foot to put crosses in the box he's got pace um so i was a little bit surprised he brought richie on um instead of him and then when he came on at half time playing him right back and left back i, I just it didn't make any sense to me i think it was as much as i hate it i'm giving eddie a four um i thought his decisions were poor yesterday but listen he's hamstrung by a lot of things let's let you know but what I'm talking about here on his player on his rating is I'm rating him a four for his in-game management yesterday. I thought it was one of the poorest I've seen from Eddie with his with his changes, Billy. Tactically net, I've got to say. I mean, it, we, we, we are, he is playing this a, a, a stacked deck of cards against him. He is really, really hamstrung with the injuries and suspensions. But we're marking mm -hmm. him on yesterday's game. He didn't do himself any favours with. The selection at the beginning, Livermento didn't deserve to be dropped, and, and Kieran Trippi needed the rest. So Livermento should have started the game. And as you've said there, if it was good enough in Dortmund to play Livermento at the right on the right hand side, further forward, why wasn't mm. it yesterday? To bring Matt Mitchell on made no sense. Then to take Lewis Hall off um, and play Livermento at left back made no sense either. Then you had the constant swapping of Joe Linton and Gordon. Yeah, it's just, it just a man panicking and not really knowing what he was doing, to be honest, yesterday. Too much, too many things going on at once, I guess. You know, he's yeah. a fantastic manager and it's a one-off. We're just doing it on yesterday's game, but I'll give him a three. Three. Uh, well, it is. Look, it's... it's Of course, Eddie's going to have his bad games. And we said earlier on in the show, this is a learning curve for everyone being in the Champions League. And what... <laughs> I mean, the thing is, Billy, a lot of people have been making comparisons to the season that Bournemouth went down, the amount of injuries they had. Yeah. And I mentioned in the training regime of Eddie again, is he doing too much with them? 
I don't think so. I think I, I, I doubt there'll be very little training at the minute. You know, with all the games mm. we've got, um, like I, I imagine it'd be like workouts, workouts, game, warm downs, day off, and then game again. It's I can't imagine yeah. him being hectic training sessions. And if it is, then it might explain a few things. But I just don't. I don't get it. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think we'll be doing too much training at the minute. Well, he did say in that interview as well, didn't he? That they're doing very little in training, so yeah. you know he's 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 managing it as well as he can. But listen, again, it was for the game yesterday. I, I love Eddie Howe, and I, I don't have a problem with Eddie at all. Um, and I think he is the man that will take us to brilliant things. So then, Jordy, thanks for your one ninety nine super chat. He says, was this match as bad as Villa last year or worse? Uh, worse? Yeah, no, I don't think he was. Oh, really? I don't think he was. Yeah, because last year at Villa, we weren't as fatigued. It wasn't about fatigue. It was about being out for and outplayed. No fatigue involved. Today, yesterday was 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 virtually all of it about fatigue for me. Interesting, interesting. Um, what did you think? Uh, we're getting a few people asking what we thought of the referee's performance yesterday, Billy. No, they weren't very good. <laughs> <laughs> well, is that are. a change? They never are. But, I mean, we, I, I thought we should have had a penalty, for instance. I mean, this year well, and stuff. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it was kind of top of the bill. Six, seven weeks. Yesterday, we had one in the box. We've had one, I think we had one given today for Stuart Paul to Ireland. Yeah. No Actually, different. Billy, uh, if you bear with me a second, did I put... Uh... Did I actually take a... Yeah. Oh, no, that's not it. Uh, I think it's two seconds because I, I do want to put this on the screen because it was uh, very, very interesting. Yeah, I've got it here. Two seconds, and I'll uh, just put this through the to Streamyard because it is. I mean, listen. Somebody actually put it on social media. Said, "How is this not actually a penalty?" Um, and you know, I, I tend to believe that uh, because when you see it, you kind of think, "How is this not a penalty?" And if VAR looked at it, it here it is. How is that not a penalty kick? Yeah, and they didn't look at it, did they? Well, that's the whole whole point of it. I don't think they even checked it. So now some people have said we can't see Miggy's arm, so we can't see whether he's pulling it. Uh, I think it's Kelly, isn't it? Kelly's shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, but certainly the way that that is there, I, I can't see Kelly's shirt being anywhere near as ripped out as that. That's a penalty kick. We saw it the the, the, the near the side on the on the slow mo, didn't we? The, after, the actual replay. Mm-hmm. Mickey wasn't pulling his shirt. It's not as much the referee's fault that as the assistant referee who should be standing right in line with it and can see yeah. it perfectly. You know, but again, again, yeah. Yeah, again, we have to say no complaints from Newcastle, no statement no. from the club. No. We just get on with it uh, because we know things go against you and things go for you in football. And that's uh, Colin says, Jesus, that's the first time I've seen it from that angle. Yeah, it was a it was a big shirt pull. There's no doubt about it. Mm, yeah. uh, but of course, we didn't get one at Wolves last season with a similar pull on Sean Longstaff's shirt, Billy. No, virtually the same kind of issue, wasn't it? But I mean, they have kind of made it a big thing this year for shirt pulls to be penalised. Mm. Um, the first five six weeks, you'd have got a penalty for that. Seems to be, and we had one today. As I just said, Harlem's shirt was pulled um, by what's his face, Cook away at the back post, and got yeah. city a penalty. You know, it was. It, it, it wasn't as even obvious as, as, the, as the Miggy one to no, me. No, I don't think it was either. Um, but, uh, so, yeah, strange the consistency with referees. We, we all like moan about it week in, week out. It's never going to change. Yeah. Um, but it wouldn't have changed. Swings result, and roundabouts, Billy, as they call it. I don't it. think it would have changed the result anyway, even if we'd have got a penalty and scored nah. that. So. Um, although, then again, we go 1 0 up. Things are very different when we're 1 0 up, Billy, as we know. But uh, I, I agree with you. I think. You know, we probably would have lost the game regardless of whether we scored a penalty or not. It doesn't really matter. Um, it was a poor, it was a poor night all round, and I think it's mm. uh, it's now in the past and uh, better best forgotten. Um, as uh, you know, the international break is upon us uh, now. During the international break, guys, we will still bring you uh, shows and latest news and things like that. Uh, we are going to do a, a mental health show with me and Billy. That's going to be live. Uh, you guys voted for that live yesterday. So obviously with it being November and Mental Health Month, um, we are going to do it live. So you guys can interact with us if, you, if you'd if you like to. Um, I'm going to tell you my story, uh, you know, and, and be honest with you. Um, Billy's going to um, tell his story as well um, and, and just explain how he's dealt with it and how I've dealt with it and um, 
how it affects us on, on a day-to-day basis. And we'd like you to take part in that as well. Um, and every super chat that we make from that show uh, is going to go to the mental health charity. I think it's, is it, um, which is the big one, Billy, for that? Is it MEN or something? Is it Mind, is it? Mind, yes. Mind. So we're going to do that for Mind. So every penny that we make on there, we'll donate to Mind uh, on that show. Now, that may be tomorrow night. It may be a little bit further on in the week. Um, it, it will we've possibly. Got a 20, 25K celebration show as well, haven't we? So... Yeah, which which will uh, come further on the way. I think Statos. Um, back at some point tomorrow, but uh, he might want to take part in the in the mental health show. But we'll do the twenty five k one, maybe Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, that's going to be a really good show. That'll sort of it's just we're just going to have a laugh on that show. Uh, talk about all the good times and the the funny things that we've done and things like that. Uh, so make sure you're there for that. Uh, but we will probably do the mental health one tomorrow. Um, with next Tuesday night, Stato's back. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Tuesday night. So me and Billy will do the mental health one tomorrow. Um, I think that's a good idea, Billy. We'll do that, yeah? Mm, yeah. Um, so if you want to share any stories, by all means, um, you know, have a come, take part in the chat um, and uh, talk to everyone. Uh, that's what it'll be about tomorrow. Uh, and like I say, we'll, we'll donate everything to mind that we make on the show tomorrow. So please do join us. It's a very important show. Uh, and we'll be on air from 7 o'clock. Uh, but in the meantime, guys, enjoy the rest of your Sunday night. Thank you for your super chats and new memberships tonight. Uh, thank you to our absolutely brilliant mod squad. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we've took a couple more on lately and they've they've settled in very, very well. Uh, and uh, they keep the channel going while we're live on air. So thank you to uh, the fabulous mods. Uh, thank you to you, Billy, for your company tonight. Uh, but you guys, you're absolute legends. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday evening, and we will see you tomorrow night for the Mental Health Show. Please do take part in it, or at least come and watch it and uh, have you see in the comments. But until then, see you later. How are the lads and lasses? Come back and check on some green.